0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Podcast for a Lost Nation. My name is Jerry Gallagher. The name of this episode is A Year of Living Bravely in Ukraine. The date of this episode is Friday, March 17th, 2023. Recently, we celebrated, if you can call it that, the first anniversary of the war in Ukraine. Well, it wasn't really a war. It was an an illegal and immoral and a reckless and ruthless invasion of Ukraine by its neighboring country, and a country which many Ukrainians thought of as a brotherly country, where many neighbors, friends, and relatives lived. That formerly brotherly country was Russia. There were and probably still are many Ukrainians who speak Russian and always felt connected to Russia. Not so much anymore. Most of those Russian-oriented Ukrainians have either gone to Russia or have been killed or entered the war on one side or another. Remembering back to before the war started, I recall thinking that Joe Biden was not thinking clearly when he was constantly sounding the alarm bell about the impending invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Even though Russia was massing troops on the Ukraine border regions, Vladimir Putin kept claiming that Russia was simply practicing war games. At the time, I was dumb enough to think that Putin's flimsy excuse was true. Why in the hell would Russia be foolish enough to start an all-out war with Ukraine? It didn't make any sense to me, and from what I recall, it didn't make any sense to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. I clearly remember Zelensky requesting President Biden to tone down the rhetoric about Putin's impending invasion. That request stopped, however, when the Russian forces crossed the border into Ukraine, and the war games were no longer games anymore. As we now know, however, Joe Biden was right to be extremely concerned about Russian forces massed on the border of Ukraine invading Ukraine. Putin's reckless border crossing was certainly meant to be a blitzkrieg invasion, utilizing Russian forces to quickly dominate and subdue any meager armed forces that, the, that Ukraine could put together. Putin's cruel plan was certainly also, meant to kill Zelensky, the Ukrainian president, and defeat Ukrainian forces on the battlefield quickly and completely before the United States or any other Europe- European or NATO forces could interfere with Putin's deadly plan. Putin's invasion of Ukraine didn't quite work out the way he planned, however. Donald Trump's toying around with Ukrainian politics and security through trying to jerk Ukrainian President Zelensky around had also not turned out quite like Trump and Putin planned. What Trump tried to pull off in Ukraine came back to bite Trump and his puppet lawyer Rudy Giuliani in the ass and resulted in Trump's first impeachment and in the end his loss in the 2020 election. It is my strong belief that Vladimir Putin had counted on Trump being re-elected in 2020. And it is also my strong belief that if Trump had been elected in 2020, that Donald Trump would not have supported Zelensky and the Ukrainians when the Russians invaded Ukraine, but would instead have supported Putin and Russia. Be that as it may, Donald Trump was not re-elected. Joe Biden was elected, and unlike Trump, who had tried hard to weaken NATO when he was in office, Joe Biden tried hard to shore up NATO as a a whole before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and as a result, NATO was united in the condemnation of the Russian invasion and in the continuing assistance of all kinds to bolster Ukraine's democratic government and armed forces. Now here we are, more than a year later, and Putin's planned quick takeover of Ukraine never happened. President Zelensky of Ukraine and the armed forces of Ukraine have shown Vladimir Putin and the world just what bravery and determination look like, as they have resisted Russian efforts to defeat their country and in so doing have resisted their democracy from being taken from them by Vladimir Putin and the Russians. It is doubtful that all Russians support the war in Ukraine which Vladimir Putin insists needs to be called a special military operation. You can go to jail in Russia for calling it a war. But regardless of what you call the invasion of Ukraine, it is a tragedy of epic proportions. Although Republicans these days seem to be quick to denigrate things as woke, it seems to me as though what has happened in the democracy of Ukraine is something that genuinely woke up the world, and especially countries in Europe, to what Vladimir Putin and Russia was capable of. Although Putin's forces had some initial successes in the invasion of Ukraine and are still incredibly dangerous and threatening to Ukraine, once the Ukrainians realized that they had no choice but to fight back against the Russian forces, they have done so and done so bravely throughout their fight for freedom and democracy. Certainly Putin, who undoubtedly figured Ukrainian President Zelensky to be a lightweight who would either run away in fear from Ukraine or could be killed quickly when the Russians took Kiev, now knows better. Zelensky made it clear from the beginning of the invasion that he was not going anywhere. He was staying in Kiev where he has become a brave wartime president who has become an inspiration to not only his country but to all the world Despite the continuing destruction of the country of Ukraine by Russian bombing, the people of Ukraine and the citizen army of Ukraine have shown outstanding courage and determination to hold on to their country and their freedom and democracy. As we in America and elsewhere in the world, where there is no daily bombing to frighten us, Look at the daily destruction of the buildings and the lives of Ukrainian citizens. It should shock us to see that people like Tucker Carlson and Marjorie Taylor Greene and other MAGA Republicans are trying to stop President Biden from continuing to assist Ukraine to continue to fight for its right to be free. What is clear to me is that those MAGA morons who are not supporting Ukraine, and like Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, are okay with Putin, are either not caring or not recognizing that those freedom fighters in Ukraine are not only fighting for themselves on the front lines of freedom in Ukraine, they are also fighting for us, against the kind of brutal fascism that Putin represents. These are the same stupid fools who constantly rail about the evils of communism while they seem to be all right with Russian communists taking over the democracy of Ukraine. The Republican Party used to be the party of anti-communists. Clearly that party is gone now, but should not be forgotten. President Biden knows full well that we need to help Ukraine to defend its democracy. We should keep in mind that as Republicans back in the day used to say, we need to fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here. Clearly, investing in Ukraine is certainly an investment in democracy and in the future of the United States of America. So far, Ukrainians are, for the most part, those who are doing the fighting and dying in Ukraine. It is time to recognize that Ukraine deserves to belong not only to the European Union, but also to NATO. It is unfair and unnecessary that Ukraine bears the full brunt of Russia's cruel and unfair war against its democratic neighbor. We need to continue to support Ukraine's efforts to protect its borders and its democracy it is certainly in our interest to do so. I'd like to end this podcast by singing a song that I wrote called The Ukraine Blues and dedicated to everyone in Ukraine who is fighting for their freedom every day. Uh, the tune... I borrowed from a tune called Little Wing
1: is a land across the sea, people are fighting there for you and me, just like America, they want to be free, free from tyranny. the good, they may die young, but they will die free when the time has come. Ukraine will love their fathers and sons forevermore. Hundreds of bodies lie in the street where Russian soldiers ran in defeat. There are no Nazis to defeat in Bucha town. was heaven is a living hell, NATO and UN have a tale to tell. Maybe the last time to ring the bell for liberty. Time has come Get on board The train to Ukraine Where freedom stole Before it's too late To win the war For liberty The war across the sea, people in Ukraine fighting to be free. You know they're battling for you and me, and they're winning the fight for liberty.
0: That song is dedicated to the brave and determined people of Ukraine. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Podcast for a Lost Nation.